What's up, guys? Welcome back to the CEO Unfiltered podcast, where we let loose in organic and raw conversations about entrepreneurship, self-improvement, and bring into being your best self completely unfiltered. Finally, someone gets it. I'm your host, Francisca Francois, CEO and founder of Able Beauty and full-time entrepreneur. So in today's episode, we're going to dive and talk about serving your customers in your business. Returning to the CEO Unfiltered podcast is the host of Same Book, Different Page, Paige. Literally, hey that's guys. her name. So Paige, before we dive into this topic, you know, the last few days we've been celebrating so many things. You know, there's Father's Day. The other day was Juneteenth. Girl, what have you been doing with your life the past few days? Because, girl, I had a litastic Juneteenth. But you go first, sis. <laughs> so this weekend was very, very busy for me. Mm-hmm. I woke up and I went with my friend to accompany her at a kid's birthday party at Trampoline Park. And then I had to hurry up and rush back to go meet with somebody to do a collab for our podcast. Mm -hmm. Then after that, I had to go to the outlet, buy something for my dad for Father's Day. Mm -hmm. And girl, can you believe they had the nerve, the nerve to not have Nike open. The store was closed. Like, do they not know that was their chance to make the most money they make, especially being in Palm Beach? Like, don't nobody be trying to go nowhere. Exactly, and Nike, everybody goes there, Mm -hmm. and everybody's going to go there for Father's Day. Of course. They they need a good excuse as to why they were closed that day. Let me guess. I was very upset. You're going to email them? (laughs) You're going to show up the next day like, what was the reason? What was the reason? Exactly. What was the reason? Like, I don't understand. But I ended up um, getting something from guests, Mm -hmm. and then I ended up stopping by Calvin Klein getting myself a Yeah, we know. We know. Yeah, you know, I have a friend that, you know, I'm, I'm I'm waiting for us to get to the level of friendship where she gets me a Calvin Klein purse, too, when she's out. When it's on sale. I'm waiting, too. I'll be waiting, too. Um, <laughs> I've done things like this, so don't even come for me. We're not even going to take them back to okay. the back. This is another topic for another time. Yeah, and then Sunday, my dad had to work, so we didn't really do anything. I just, I got pedicures with my mom and my sister. <laughs> yeah, it was a day about her, even though it was supposed to be about the father. Well, what more can I do? He's the whole <laughs> manager at a restaurant, so. You know, I condone your dad just having that day and you celebrating him. You know, I don't really celebrate Father's Day all the way in. You know, I'm just... The only thing I can say is thank you for donating the sperm to create me, you know, blessing to the Lord. But, you know, I really do condone just the amazing fathers. It's really doing their thing, especially the father figures that are in my life. You know, just still having that around. You know, a father doesn't have to be someone who gave birth to you. Gave birth to you. It's actually. the one who actually came up and raised, you know, and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, so. So, yeah, so happy Father's Day to the ones doing their thing, okay? And also Juneteenth. Like, let's not forget, I'm going to just have to dive into this topic before we get into oh, yeah, the discussion. Oh, yeah, I'm going to on Saturday. I just remembered. You see, this is our <laughs> friendship. You guys are really getting... You see, y'all saw how she did that? I just remembered. I went skating, and my body was so sore from it. Okay, mm-hmm. go back. Go ahead. Go ahead. Anyways, as I was saying, we're, we're talking about Juneteenth. We're talking about celebrating black excellence. This girl talking about her going skating. <laughs> that was celebrating. Girl. But anyways, <laughs> Juneteenth this year, although it has become an official holiday, you know, it's an official holiday because they took something else from us. 
Regardless, I'm always gonna celebrate, you know, black, my blackness, my history, my excellence. And mm-hmm. your girl really had a great Juneteenth. I went out with some friends, went to Manhattan Beach, got drunk. Like we literally, I went out with Yamaya first. We went to go get some food and drinks, and then we invited the boyfriends so they can babysit us drinking. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, then of course, you know, I can't stop. We can't stop them from drinking, so they're doing their own thing too, and they're drinking. But it was really fun because we ended up meeting this girl named Lori, super fun, and her fiance Austin. And girl, they're like literally getting married in like a few months, and they bought us shots, like all four of us shots twice. Super fun people. So that was really nice, you know, and also just supporting some black-owned businesses. So yeah, guys, we're doing this thing in the She and Filter podcast where I just kind of give you guys a little update on what's going on in life because sometimes I feel like we definitely dive into conversations, which is great. Although it was a week where we celebrated, you know, Juneteenth and Father's Day, you know, your girl goes through life and just sharing these little bits and pieces because this also just brings me to, like, you know, the topic of us getting into the conversation of serving your customers and business like the Mm -hmm. restaurant that we went to yesterday for juneteenth literally was top tier and amazing like it was like a whole strip of restaurants and bars and after we went to the first restaurant we went to like a bar and the guy was telling us all the hot spots for drinks and because of his customer services guess where we went later that day his spot his spot okay. went to his bar because he kept hyping it up and just saying, yes. like, yeah, we're going to take care of you. This is where the party at. Girl, we went in there for sure. That was our last destination. That really was where the party was at. And just bringing into like, why customer service is such a priority because that's going to be, like, the top key point that we're going to discuss in this first, you know, segment of this episode. Because when it comes to customer service, it can either make or break your business. And before we just kind of tap in and just kind of, you know, get both over, like, and get both of our opinions and just sharing facts and stuff, I definitely want to talk about why customer service is so important. So customer service is important to your business, whether you're a small business or a big corporation, because it retains customers in a attracts more value from them. By providing top-notch customer service, businesses recoup customer accusation costs and cultivate a loyal following that refers customers, serves as case studies and provides testimonials and reviews. So essentially when it comes to like, you know, amazing customer service, there's three key qualities that, you know, really make that quality customer service experience and they all start with p it's the three p's you know there's professionalism there's patience and there's a people first attitude although customer service varies from customer to customer as long as you're following these guidelines you're on track and today for this episode of course i have to bring my girl Paige on because y'all this little chicken head is always getting a service done. Like, I promise you, there's not a week that goes by. She's not getting a service done by a small business or just supporting businesses in general. And I know she has just like a lot of experience or just like a lot of also annoying experiences when it comes to dealing with certain businesses. And me being on the business side, you know, being a business owner and everything and her being the customer It's like you really get to hear both sides of the stories of what it's like to deal with, you know, the customer service, professionalism, and just other things that we both have to deal with on our end. So Paige, diving into customer service and just my first question for you is, why do you think customer service is such a priority? I think that is such a priority because I know they're always like, oh, the customer's always right, but it's it's just the simple fact that 
we want to feel important. Mm-hmm. We want to feel like we matter. We want to feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. I think that's the number one thing is just feeling comfortable. Yeah. Because we may not know you. And, you know, we may just want to feel like we have a friend for yeah. those, like, few hours that you're, like, you know, taking care of us or mm-hmm. doing our nails or our hair or our makeup. So that's why I feel like customer mm-hmm. service is important. Exactly. And, you know, sometimes you can make friends through that customer service experience. But one thing I can definitely say is I don't agree with the customers are always right. Well, one being because, like you said, it doesn't matter if the customer is right or wrong, but just making them feel comfortable in the situation that they're dealing with. That's Mm -hmm. something that I agree with. But just like the customer is always right. No, I think that saying just comes from like a long term of you know, these corporations just doing what the customer wants them to do instead of just standing their ground. Where you can still stand your ground as a small business or corporation, just doing it in a more professional manner where it's not rude and you both are happy with the end result. Or sometimes someone may not be happy with the end result, but there's still a professional matter where no one's disrespecting each other. You get me? So, mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah. Well, I get that, but I really feel like the whole quote, um, the customer is always right, just really stands to... I, I really feel like the main meaning of it mm-hmm. is not that they're always right. It's mm-hmm. just more of like, hold your tongue kind of thing. Like, you don't have to, you know, go back and forth with the customer. Of course. That's not like, professional. That's what I was yeah. saying. Like, you know, there's, like you were saying. It's like, just like knowing how to handle Exactly, issue. exactly. And just like you said, like not arguing and going back and forth with the customer because then it has become super unprofessional and the customer service is like, what the fuck you know so that i totally understand and that's what i was trying to say like those are the highlights of what a customer is always right means to me just not the Mm -hmm. stigma of just always catering to that specific issue because girl i've worked in retail for some time and lord i've seen i've seen customers go above and beyond to really shit on managers or shit on the associates just shit on the people helping them and Regardless if the customer gets the better end of the stick, there's still a human being on the other side that has to deal with the shit that they, that customer put them through. Yeah, and I worked in retail before too, and there was just this one lady, and she's sitting here acting like a kid. Like, I wasn't mm-hmm. working with kids yet at the time. <laughs> she was acting like a kid. She was like, this man's in the dressing room. Like, basically, you know how there's like yeah. a for the fitting room? She was mad that he was in there. He's in there for his wife. He's not worried about you. Exactly. And you're sitting here complaining to me. I'm not the manager. Go talk to the manager. That's not mm-hmm. my business. Mm-hmm. I didn't go off on her, but I'm just sitting here like, I don't know what you want me to do. <laughs> yeah. Or, like, there's also those situations, too, which, like, I know we all go through this because everyone has experienced this. You know how when you walk into a store, especially a family dollar or Dollar Tree, there's only one person on the register? Yeah. And, of course, there's other registers, but it's, like, we got to be more kind to that one person on that register because they can't, it's not their fault they're the only ones on there. Like, we don't know what the staff is looking like. We don't know the management situation or anything like that. And I've seen a lot of situations where the customer gets mad at the person that's at the, at the register saying, can you open up more registers? Clearly they can't. That gets to my nerves. I remember this one time, it was like two of us. And she's like, hello, does anybody work here? <laughs> then I get over there to the register. She wants to talk about time. You're the only one that's here. I say, yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. I want to sit here and act like... And I'm not 
been trying to get like to race and everything, but a majority of the time, it's always a Caucasian person that just yeah. be tripping. Like their patience is loud, very uh, very loud. It, it, it um, falls into the whole privilege. Yes, girl, the privilege category. So like, yeah, you know, we just gotta be more kind to like, you know, those kind of situations. And I also feel like sometimes, even as a customer, we need to just think, if we can do it ourselves, why bother someone that's already busy? Because, girl, I just literally went to the store not too long ago, and this associate was literally helping someone else. And this other lady just keeps, like, literally tapping her. Like, hello? She's clearly busy doing something. Just like, you know, just that patient. She's only one person. She can't mm-hmm. cater to the both of you guys or or you won't get the actual customer service experience that you need. She can't split yeah. that shit into 50. You know, it's funny because that actually reminds me of, like, Walmart. <laughs> oh, Lord. Let's not You're talk not about Walmart. I'm saying. Girl. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but it's just like the, the workers at Walmart always seem so miserable. No shade to the people out there who work at Walmart. Mm-hmm. If you're that person who's not miserable, this this does not pertain to you. But it just seems like every time I go to the Walmart in my like area, mm-hmm. it's like, excuse me, do you have this? They're just... St- like you can't see me, but it's just like no, they take a mean. minute to respond. Like, and I'm like, can you make some eye contact with me? Mm-hmm. Like, can I not feel like I'm bothering you? Mm. I'm sorry. And that's something that's super annoying too. Like getting to the point where you're a customer and you want to ask a question, but because of the body language, you already mm-hmm. feel like you're going to bother. Yes, yeah. it's like I don't want to bother this associate because they look like they don't want to be bothered. Like. I can understand sometimes we, some people don't like what they do for a living, and I get that. But your body language is everything. You never know, and this has happened to me, you never know if that customer that needs help may be giving you an opportunity of a lifetime for something you, you, you've needed help for. Because I've been in situations where I worked in retail, and I've been giving opportunities to either work with people that can offer me something just being because you know first we result what they need and it's like oh you know i see that you got this going on what do you do and then boom it's an exchange where it's it's a future relationship for something whether it's business wise or just something that we both can kind of come back to you know and i've been into those situations so it's like having like a oh i don't want to be fucked with attitude is not the best attitude to have i'm not saying just deal with it but just like we got we got to do better, guys. We just got to do better, you know, for yeah, the customer's sake and for your sake. If, like you're having a bad day mm-hmm. or whatever, but at the end of the, at the end of the day, it's all about customer service. Yeah, and like you're saying, like even like things like going back into where you're having a bad day. And I'm learning to do this too because you know, as humans, sometimes this is something I feel like majority of us fail at, and that's like when someone else pisses us off. We think it's okay to take it out on everybody. Mm-hmm. And then everybody ain't even got nothing to do with it. Like, we can't be doing that. Like, we really got to do better because another thing I'm going to learn too, you know, just hearing this sermon from Pastor Ture, you know, is that the way you speak to yourself and the way that you let certain energies control your mind, you're making the situation worse than what it is. Right. So, like, just really getting to a point, like, if someone pisses you off, And a big thing I like to ask myself, because someone taught me this a few years ago, is if this isn't going to affect me in five years, why am I stressed out about it? Number one. And then just also thinking, like, how do I want to feel? Like, 
fuck the fact that they pissed me off and you know whether we can talk later or talk now it's gonna there's gonna be a solution but if I got shit to do I can't let this bad energy consume me because there's been times like where something happens or someone pisses me off and I'm literally like you know canceling certain things whether it's with friends or you know just meetings because my whole energy goes down but mm-hmm. how do I expect to be more uplifted or just kind of like maneuver to a more positive attitude if I'm not focusing on the new task where it's not pissing me off and it's something I was looking forward to, you know? So we really yeah, got to do better. Exactly. But yeah, we just really need to get better at just our energy and frequency when you're being approached. You don't have to be a customer or an employee to do this, but just as a person, not letting what someone else puts you through interfere with other people when they literally mm-hmm. have nothing to do with it. It's just not fair to them, you know? So Yeah, and I think that like customer service applies to all businesses. Even at my job, I work at a daycare. The parents are the customers. Like you have to be careful how you talk to them and make sure that you're like pleasing them, you know? Like just make sure you give off that energy of just positivity because they're living their child with us. Exactly. Why would they want to leave their child with somebody who has a stink booty attitude, you know? Exactly. And then also, like you said, depending on the industry, customer service can really be crucial. And like you said, like, imagine being a daycare teacher and having a stink attitude every time a parent brings you their child. They're like, hold up. They they don't want to fight you. Bring their child 20 minutes before nap. It's okay. Yeah, and it's like, honestly, the, if I was a parent, I wouldn't even want to fight your ass because why the hell you always mad when I bring you my child? <laughs> Just my inner black girl. And then also, like, well, I don't want my child to be, you know, being fueled this energy. Like, no, no negative energy over here. So, no, I totally understand. Like, you know, customer service is a universal thing. I don't even think it just applies to businesses. I think it applies to just being a fucking human being. Yeah. Honestly. I really like that we dived into just like, you know, that first portion of the episode. But I really want us to now dive into something that I know me and you are very familiar with. And that's dealing with unprofessionalism personally and Paige all that sound effect we know your ass got some stories because like I told you guys this girl's always getting something done and it's either a hit or miss always Paige what did you get done today your nails on Father's Day Father's Day and then she went to go get her a Calvin Klein on Father's Day gifts (laughs) gifts all the time right there's nothing wrong with that but I'm just saying like you have like a good track of knowing what is good good and bad customer service to you and just getting into like a question like what is the worst customer service on professionalism thing you've ever had to deal with i think i was i want to say like 18 at the time Mm -hmm. i was you know still working at the retail store Mm -hmm. and i was only part-time so i wasn't making that much money so, you know, I had to make sure, but I still want to make sure my hair was done. Mm-hmm. So, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to make an appointment. Everything is good and gravy. So, I went to this girl, and every time I would go to her, she just seemed to have a little bit of a tude, like a little bit of an attitude, you know? Like, I would get there, and she'd be like, oh, you don't have to knock on the door. You can just, all right, my bad. You don't have to call. Just knock on the door. It'll be a lot quicker. Like, it just slick stuff like that. And I'd be like, okay, like, why do you have such an attitude? So, then one day, I made an appointment with her. For 7.30 in the morning. I didn't have a car at the time. My dad dropped me off. Mm-hmm. And I get there. And I called her. And I was like, hey, I'm here. And she was like, oh, I'm not home yet. I was like, oh, okay. Do you want me to wait? Wait, like, okay. hold up. Backtrack. She's not home at the time that the appointment is set? Yes. Wait, hold up. Yes, yes. I'm not done. It gets worse. So, oh, Lord. 
I was like, okay, I, I'll wait. So I thought that she was like around the corner or something. All of a sudden I get a text message 10 minutes later and tell myself, um, I think you should go back home and come back. I don't need you waiting outside my apartment. Paige. Okay, y'all, disclaimer, said, she's never told me the story. I'm about to get pissed off for the both of us. <laughs> what? I said, um, isn't our appointment at 7.30? She sends me a screenshot of her texting me the night before saying, hey, can we move the appointment to 10.30 a.m.? Clearly, I didn't get the message if I'm at your door at 7.30 a.m., which was the original time. So why would you stay here and text me, not confirm that I got the message, and then still not say anything yeah. when I called you saying that I was there at 7 a, 7.30 a.m. So I was highly upset. I'm not even done with the story. So then I said, I'm sorry, I didn't get the message. She was like, oh, it's okay. Yeah, um, I have something come up, but um, yeah, um, 10.30 is fine or whatever time it was, 10, 10.30, whatever. So I took an Uber back home. Then I took. Then I had to take an Uber again. There should have been a real. There should have been a discount, like a high motherfucking discount. Yes. For her. Okay. And one thing too. I just want to say that a lot of hairstylists do this thing where, oh, if you're 15 minutes late, it's a 35, 50 dollar late charge. Okay, bitch, you gonna take some money off when you're fucking when you're late? late? When you're late? Like, come on. So then I go home. Then I get requested Uber again to get there. She wanna sit here and text me asking where I'm at. Well, I'm sorry, I don't have a whip. And you want to sit here <laughs> and like, you know, so everything just got pushed back. When I was that at the time there. that you were supposed to be there though? Like at 10.30 or was that like? I guess, I think I was running maybe like 10 minutes behind at that point. Mm -hmm. But it's like, I was already there at 7.30 a.m. Yeah. I didn't have the car. But anyway, so then I finally get there, call her, and then, you know, like I said, what she said last time, oh, just knock on the door, it's quicker, da, da, da. it'll be much quicker if you just knock on the door, da, da, da. I said, this is my last one here. I think I only went to her one more time after that, and that was it. I don't even know why I went back to her again, but it was because back then, you know, I don't, I, I didn't trust everybody with my hair, there was a specific mm -hmm. way yeah. that I wanted my hair, so it was like, but... Finally, I found other people. Shout out to Rose. <laughs> Who knows what I want and what yeah. I like. <laughs> but yeah, it's just unprofessionalism like that. It just really makes me mad because I'm like, you're literally doing my hair. And how, how are you going to change my appointment? And, if, and when you read the message, it said, hey, um, can you come at 1030? Thanks. So it's an ultimatum. It's not yeah, even a question. Like, how do you know I didn't have something to do exactly, later? Exactly, because that's a whole three-hour difference. That's a whole three-hour difference. Yeah, I was like, I, I hope that her customer service changed since then, but I never went back. And she was somebody from my church. Okay, she I'm going to have to ask this question because I know there's a lot of controversy that comes when it comes to the second question I'm about to ask. Was she a Black-owned business? Yes. Black owned, we gotta do better. There's already this stigma when it comes to when black owned businesses fuck up. Oh, cancel culture. Like, mm -hmm. we don't need any more of that. We don't need any more people like losing faith when it comes to supporting black owned businesses. So we gotta raise the bar. And I understand, yeah. of course, that was a few years back, but still, you we already mm -hmm. know just being black is already a held back. And we know we gotta go 10 times harder. Sis really, she tried it. And I really hope, like you said, her customer service has improved 
Because at a time like this, we just cannot, cannot be and like this. It's just like, also, even when I would make the appointment, mm-hmm. I, I, I felt like I was bothering her. Like we were talking about, yeah. That's yeah, it's cool. like, don't you, aren't you the one with the... I, you remember what we talked about? On the business, mm-hmm. and it's just like no enthusiasm in the text. I don't know. It's hard to explain, but it's just like it's like it almost felt like I was bothering her. And it's like I guess it's because I'm 18, but at the same time, you're charging me the same thing that you're charging everybody else. I'm giving you your money, so why are you yeah. like, acting like that? And, and it also reminds me of like this other story. It's just like um, this girl. She recently started her own nail business, like started mm-hmm. doing nails. And I like supporting people who, you know, do stuff like that. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, yeah. So I messaged her to get my nails done and she doesn't respond. <laughs> and days go by and I was like, okay, I'm just gonna find somebody else. So I found somebody else, I set my appointment and she messages me finally after I set the appointment. And she's like, oh, um, hey, I'm actually not in town. I'll let you know tomorrow. I just didn't even answer at that point. And then, she and she texts me the next day and she was like oh i'm free this day this day and i was like oh sorry i already found somebody doesn't even answer there doesn't respond doesn't even say sorry for the delay it's like if you're trying to have a business why are you not on top of your messages Mm -hmm, and you know mm -hmm. obviously you don't need a customer that bad Mm -hmm. and she wasn't even black that girl wasn't even black. So now I'm just like, do you know what black clients like? <laughs> yeah, that's another topic too. But, no. But like also going back to like, you know, the fact that you're saying that she wasn't available and I can understand that, you know, but just having a better routine. And mm-hmm. another thing, like how I would have handled the situation is, hey, I'm sorry I couldn't get to you, but I can offer you like a 20% discount code if you decide to come with me next time yeah that honestly would have made me respect her business a lot more and actually opened me up to being interested in actually going that second time exactly it's like she didn't even care and also um i feel like if she was busy because she was still posting yeah i was i was getting annoyed because i'm like you're still posting but you're trying to run a business i don't get it i don't get it so she was still posting when that was happening, so I feel like it'll be respectful enough to her to be like, hey, I'm actually out of town. Can I, you know, mm-hmm. let you know when I get back? But yeah, so after that, I unfollowed her nail page. I was mm-hmm. like, I'm not supporting your nail page. And shortly after was when she quit her full-time job and said that she was doing nails full-time on her page, she put it. I was like, I'm not going to her. You see, she messed up her <laughs> blessings. Because <laughs> like I said, if she would've given you like a discount code or something, you're or just apologize. Apologize like too. That. But one thing I know about you is that you're big on referrals. Like if you refer something, people are gonna go to it. Like she could have had you and other customers lined up now that mm-hmm. she's doing it full time. But sis missed out on some coins. Period. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I definitely understand the frustrations of just like that issue. And you know, like I said, we just gotta do better. And this also brings me to I recently took a break from when I moved to LA and that's just doing hair. You know, for the longest, I always used to do hair and makeup. It was it was what I was known for, you know. Cosmetologist, doing hair and makeup, doing the perfect duo, you know, from prom days. So even before that, Paige, if anybody knows Paige knows, cause she used to be my, she used to be my little, my little test that I made for certain times. <laughs> but you know, just honestly, I took a break because of certain customers. Like at some point, you know, my Florida customers were always great. But when I moved to Atlanta, 
the people over there are just different. And I'm not hating on Atlanta. Thank you for my Atlanta supporters. I love y'all, but some people over there are just different. I used to have this one client that every time she would book something, once I got there and I'm into the style, she would want to change something in the middle of me doing it. The whole thing? Girl, she would be like on her phone looking at something like, oh, I think I want this instead. This I'm like, hold that back up. My hairstylists have so much um, rules when you come mm-hmm. to them because it's like, don't play me. Like, I, my time is valuable. Exactly. <laughs> and it's like, number one, not only are you adjusting the price, because at the end of the day, you know, if this, this, this is something I'm doing full time. You're adjusting the price. You're adjusting my time because the style I'm doing now is totally different than the style you're looking at. And it's just so unprofessional. Like, if you know you're still browsing and looking at different things to get done, just say that beforehand. Like, you know, I get there like, hey, girl. I'm actually- and she can always be like, hey, what do you think of this? You think I should get this? You think I should get that before? Exactly. Exactly. Or even if I get over there too, she can be like, oh, I want to, um, hey girl, what do you think about this or that instead? But most of the times I'm traveling to these people, so I'm bringing all my equipment. So if you're, if you're telling me you want something and I don't have the equipment for it, sis, we're we going to have to fight. We're going to have to fight. <laughs> and like I said, she was a great client, but those times were just super, super annoying because it was just always something. And it was just so frustrating. Like you said, this is why clients now have all those add-ons for different things. As a cosmetologist, I totally understand and I respect it, but I can still understand the frustrations of certain customers. You know, of feeling like, damn, this list is motherfucking long, or damn, all these motherfucking... Like, you know, just the whole deposit and stuff aspect. Because you also have to deal with, like, you know, people who really don't show up. People who are just being too comfortable. Like, hey, girl, I'll be there in 30 minutes, you know, so-and-so ain't pick me up, or... Sis, that's not my problem. Like, my time is my time. And you, and most of the time, stylists sometimes have two appointments in one day. Or some some of them are really still working a nine to five. Some of them have mm-hmm. a whole family to cater to. Like, and I think when you're mostly an independent stylist or small business, it's a lot of disrespect because they know that you're creating your rules, your time and everything, but they still try to shit on you. Yeah. Because they don't respect that value. They don't respect you. And that's something that just really bothers me. Because I see a lot of small businesses that still go through it. You know, you're thinking like you're doing all these things. Sometimes it doesn't matter how much customer service you really put into your business. There's always going to be that one person. That one person who just doesn't value your business. And it's really frustrating, you know. And that actually brings me just, you know, talking about my hairstylist journey. And like I said, I really enjoyed it, but it was just a lot of red flags. And honestly, I loved doing it as a profession then, but I just had to take a break from my sanity. I had to take a break so I didn't end up in jail, you know, finding nobody in your murder. Mm -hmm. Because like I said, some of y'all just be tripping. But this also brings me to a good point that me and you talked about a few months ago. And y'all... We're going to have to hashtag that's out of fucking pocket. Yeah. Let's bring that's out of pocket <laughs> back. I was um, very disappointed. And didn't you tell me about this story? Yes. You were actually, I'm pretty sure you were here when, when I saw the post and I was showing you and Glam. Yeah. So y'all, we have to tell you guys this story. And my she on filter babes, I'm going to do a post on the gram. Y'all going to have to tap into that. But go ahead, Paige. Tell them the most ghetto story I have ever heard in my damn life. Please. So, there is this 
um, very like popular hairstylist over here where I live, and everybody follows her. Mm -hmm. And she posted this message. Uh, it was a DM of a girl asking, "Hey, do you have any hair um, available? And what's your next availability?" Mm -hmm. She messaged her at like four in the morning or some crazy time like that. So she responds, "Hey, no, I do not have any more hair, and I no longer wish to serve you." at this time because something about the hours of the day some craziness basically she was saying because she messaged her that early in the morning or or that late at night whatever after business hours that she's not going to serve her and she was just very rude about it and i'm just like and she posts about it mm -hmm. and i'm just yes that's what really took me left because okay i can understand so unprofessional exactly like i can understand if someone texts you at a time like but sometimes even with but it doesn't me, matter like i know yeah, it was rude of mm -hmm. her to message you that late but she's just trying to exactly exactly <laughs> that too but all I you also, had to do was message her at business hours yeah like, exactly hey. like you didn't have to message her immediately of course clearly we i'm pretty sure she knows it's late but also in her back and she's probably thinking like hey i don't want to forget i want to try to get her while i can because she's popular exactly and I'm just like, some of these like very popular like hairstylists and nail artists, they get a really big head. And it's just like, I don't get it. Like, how are you this popular, but you can't even respect people who are trying to go to you? Yeah. Like, you have to be open to accepting questions and being nice about it. Like, this other girl she, that I used to work with, she's very big on like doing um, hair and everything. She's very, uh, what is the word? She's been doing hair for a while, but she's just now starting to know herself more. Every time I contact her about doing my hair, she gets back to me right away, yeah. talking about it. I don't feel uncomfortable about it. Like, it's just like, she's very nice about it. It's just like, whatever. Exactly. <laughs> but that girl, I was disappointed because I'm like, you, not only did you post about it, but it's just like, I need to say, I can't get back to you right now at this time. I'll let you know in the morning mm -hmm. or message her in the morning during your business hours and say, hey, I don't have any hair. I'll let you know when's my next yeah. availability. But you're mad because she asked you when's your next availability at four in the morning. Like, I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> and like you said, like, she didn't have to get to it right away. But what really pissed me off is... How dare you tell someone, and I don't care what your status quo is, because that really pissed me off. I don't wish to serve you. Why? Because it's not a celebrity client. Why? Because it's not someone you feel like could really build your portfolio. Like, what kind of fucking shit? Like, who says that to someone? At the end of the day, this person is willing to pay their hard-earned money to your service, and you're shitting on them? What? Yeah. And then you and post then about I it on Instagram? Yeah, and then when she first posted it, I was like, what the heck is this? Like, why are you posting this? And I didn't really see anybody comment at first. But then me and my friend, my mm -hmm. other friend who does my hair, we were talking about it. And I was like, I'm going to go back on there and see if she still even has, yeah. like, the picture. Mm -hmm. I go on there and people are, this is how popular this girl is apparently. Mm -hmm. People are commenting, saying, oh my gosh, that girl's crazy. Like, why would she message you that late at night? Da, da, da. And I just see the girl the girl the, mm -hmm. the victim I like to call her like the victim that messaged her I saw her responding like cussing people out and I just felt bad wow did she tag her she didn't I don't she didn't tag her she just the girl that's just crazy though under people's comments and mm -hmm. I felt bad I was like dang all this because she was trying to see what's the next availability like well, you know and what? all you have to do is just mm -hmm. post saying hey guys there's a time of out of, of 
you know, hours that you can contact me, don't message me at this time. But if you, you know what? At this time, I will not mm-hmm. get back to you until this time. Like, yeah. Was, but you know what? She needed to post it because she may have her little rats <laughs> coming, <laughs> happy, hyping her up. She may have a little rat, rats hyping her up. But I promise you, she lost many customers. She lost me. Could have been a potential when I came out. She definitely mm-hmm. lost. Like, at the end of the day, that was God's doing. Like, yes, all pro- unprofessional to post it. She's over here thinking she's doing a damn thing. Yeah, let me be messy. You've been messy, all right. And you lost a whole lot of people that lost respect for your ass. Exactly. I'm like, the only people that's going to go on her is... Probably her day ones. The ghetto. The ghettos, the little, the tea ghettos, the tea ghettos, and that's Haitian saying for the little ghettos. Okay, y'all know who I'm talking about because if it, if it applies, it applies. No, but that was just totally out of pocket for her, and I, I really feel sorry for that girl because, whew, that's just her trying to support a small business, and now mm-hmm. this goes back to probably her thinking, "Fuck, I'm never going to support." another stylist i'm never gonna yeah. support another black stylist whatever her stigma is or whatever that situation created in her mind i'm pretty sure it's one of those narratives that i'm never gonna do x y and fucking z exactly but at least the good thing about my area like you can always find a stylist yeah like mm-hmm. there's a lot of them over here mm-hmm. so you need braids yeah. in this area we got you, you rose royal hair. hair got you you know yes rose royal hair you know most of my hair is from her shout mm-hmm. out to rose uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, like, that's the good thing about it. So hopefully mm-hmm. that girl finds somebody else. And honestly, I thought about this, too. I'm like, maybe there's a backstory. Maybe she doesn't like her. Maybe that's why. But I'm just like, regardless of the backstory, it's not professional. Yeah, it's not Like, professional. this is your business page. Ooh, girl, that's something we're going to talk about, too. Like, just a backstory when it comes to people as well, too. But another thing I want to mm-hmm. say, too, is just shout out to Yamaya because... Your girl was literally stressing trying to find someone to do my braids. And I reached out to one person that someone else referred me, but she didn't get back to me in time. You know, my time is crucial. (laughs) But also being a stylist, that's very, very critical of someone else doing her hair. Yamaya recommended me someone to do my braids. And the customer service thus far has been amazing. Like, just the hype from others. And of course, just talking to her back and forth. This girl has been on top of it. There's been, like, no super hours of miscommunication she's really been on top of it she's helped me with all my questions because your girl got lots of questions when i'm trying to get something done but it just goes to show you like hopefully the importance of customer service that too but hopefully you know everything works out with the hair getting done everything that hey she got me as a long-term client and mm-hmm. referring her to other people so like you know that's just really the importance of customer service because she got a good referral and then her customer service was up to par. i'm like okay 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 i see you i see you and she's black owned so yes i know sometimes there's certain black owned businesses that don't do good customer service like they just don't know what that is they're not practicing it it's not a thing for them it's not a thing for them. But that's not to say the black-owned businesses out there that really do practice great customer service don't deserve more recognition. Does it, They still deserve to be supported. Like, don't let the stigma of one bad experience stop you from supporting more people, supporting more black-owned, you know? Like, because black-owned businesses are one of the top businesses that, you know, has a less percentage in succeeding, you know, mm-hmm. due to loss of capital or just expansion and just so much more. So we need all the support we can get. Okay, so 
just definitely just don't let that one experience stop you from supporting others i like supporting small businesses regardless of regardless of situations that i've had in the past like i like going to pop-up shops yeah. and buying their stuff yeah. you know i bought some um body oil or mm -hmm. it's not body oil it's more of like a what is it like body butter i know what you're yeah body butter mm -hmm. Um, body butter, um, and you know, they have like little merch mm -hmm. for kids. Like, you know, whenever you go to pop-up shops like that, I really enjoy it because yeah. I like supporting. Yeah. And then also, I remember I did an episode where I shared this one thing I heard from TikTok is like, one thing about a small business, they're going to give you an experience. Like, you know, majority, they're going to give you a great customer experience. They're going to add maybe a hair straightener they'll add like a whole supply of something in your bag like you know they really like to give you the full experience because of course the smaller you are the more important that customer service is because one referral can really help out your business so just also factoring in that as well too and then i also want to go back to where you were just talking and mentioning like you know even if that girl knew her personally there's still always a professional way to handle that and I'm speaking like also based on experience, you know, it's okay to agree and disagree with others, you know, but one thing I would never do is disrespect someone because you're still a human being. You know, yeah. I don't have to like you. You don't have to like me. It could be a miscommunication. It could be anything, but I could never see myself disrespecting someone. Number one, because I've grown to being a better person. And I know that's not how I ever would want to be talked to, you know, respect is something that should always be given. But of course, once you don't give it to me, shit, we we mm -hmm. we all fucking West Palm Beach in this bitch. Okay, exactly. so just saying it. Exactly. Just and honestly, like I said, it just has to do with people getting a big head. Yeah. You know, they're they're getting up there, so they're like, oh. It I mean, we hear about it mm -hmm. from the like some celebrities are like that too. Yeah. You know? of they're course. not all innocent people. <laughs> well, of course. And I've heard, oh my god, there's so many experiences I've heard from celebrities that really pisses me off you know there's been times i've heard where a small business will either pay a celebrity to promote x y and z and they don't even fucking do it because they don't value the small business there's been really? times wow. where i've heard names of course i shall now say because your girl can keep a secret okay but i just heard so <laughs> many circumstances where celebrities don't fucking value small businesses but they'll go out and buy a fucking gucci belt gucci bag all this extra shit. Yeah. And that honestly pisses me off because it's not even celebrities. There's a lot of people that just don't fucking value small businesses because they're not a big corporation. Like, can we fucking stop doing that? Like, because that's just so disrespectful. At the end of the day, even if you don't know what that person is doing to make their dreams work or to put into their small business, you don't have to fucking understand it to fucking respect them and value them. Yeah. And if you don't want to do it, then don't do it. Like, are you just trying to steal their money? Like, I don't understand. You're supposed to be a celebrity. Like, why are you sitting here stealing from a small business? Exactly. But like I said, celebrities do it. Regular people do it. And it's just like, it's just so annoying because being on the end of a small business, I know what it takes to run. And you know what? There's just stigma that if you have a small business, you fucking have it all. You know? And... I've dealt with a situation in multiple situations where people think like, you know, of course, you know, I've been really grateful to get my brand where it is now from, you know, being featured in Vogue, now being in LA and just really getting like a lot of recognition when it comes to my small business. 
But one of my main thing is just because I have a small business doesn't mean my goals are fucking small. And just also, I've always put in the fucking work, but that doesn't mean I have it all. That just means I'm someone who takes the fucking chance in them, on themselves. And I've seen a lot of people look at me or switch up on me because they think I'm over here living a glamorous life because I have a small business, I'm doing it full time, and I'm just really taking a chance on myself when really that's really what it is. I'm taking a chance on myself. And I don't have to share all my failures, but you know, in this podcast, I definitely do dive with you guys. But Yes, I'm grateful to have a small business, but some, that's something I worked my ass off. No one handed me my small business. I okay. took a chance on myself. So for you to just kind of like make it seem like because I'm a small business owner, I have it all because of all these accomplishments. I'm still a fucking human being. And those accomplishments come with just me putting in the fucking work. And I can't say the same for a lot of people. Because some people, I've seen a lot of small businesses just start and stop. But I've been, mm-hmm. I've managed to be so fucking consistent when it comes to my brand. And that's because of what I chose. That's because I kept fucking going. That doesn't mean I have a silver spoon in my mouth. It would be easier exactly. if I did, but I'm not a fucking Kylie, okay? I'm Francis <laughs> period. So just, you know, I just want to also just get that out there because sometimes I feel like people think I have this glamorous life because... Yeah, and then they think that they can, you know, treat somebody a certain way and be like, oh, well, she has it all together anyway, so it doesn't matter. Like, no, sweetie. Exactly. No. And then just also sometimes it comes to the point where they want a piece of the pie because at that point they feel entitled to it for something that you worked your ass off for. So it's just like, y'all, my day ones know how much I put into my small business. Y'all know how much I work. And I appreciate those people, honestly. And this brings me to just sharing this quote with you guys because it's something that I saw on Instagram and I just really, really resonate with it. And it basically said, my clients who show up and pay full price and still tip and post about me are my celebrities. These are the people that I bend the rules for. And I really do, like, I really be having customers that I be seeing order from me so many times. I'm like, you know what, let me throw a free gift in there. Like, I'm like, you have a daughter? Does she want a free gloss? She want a free highlighter? Can she wear makeup? Like, I literally just be doing that because I really have those day ones that, that just know what I put into my business and value me. And I just really appreciate you guys, you know? So... Put some respect on small business owners and stop trying to think we have it all because we're taking a chance on ourselves. Like, we can't speak for everyone, but we're just out here taking a chance on ourselves and just making shit happen. And you can do it too. Just don't hate on a small business trying to make it happen. Period. And you would too for a check. Okay. I I don't. I'm not. Coco Jones? You never... I know who that is, but you just kicked. You never it. seen that TikTok video? She, she just killed. Like, she just killed my whole testimonial. Okay, but yeah, guys. <laughs> so that was like a really important, you know, topic that we really needed to dive into. And then just the next thing I want us to just quickly cover is cancel culture. You know, we talked about it a little bit, but just like you know, big corporations and small businesses both make mistakes. Yes everyone makes mistakes we're a fucking human human beings are made to make mistakes i'm not saying it's great but i think we didn't write the book we didn't write the book number one but i think it's very unfair to cancel a small business on just one mistake that they made and i'm not saying like you know not holding them accountable and of course them growing to do better but Y'all ain't fucking canceling these bigger corporations that's damn right been racist and all this extra shit. So give a fucking small business a chance. Give them a chance to grow and do better. Like, stop. 
I'm gonna fight y'all. Where y'all wanna square up? Where? Me and Paige yeah. are going two, just, two versus one. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> I just feel like, yeah, they're just, I, I agree with you. They're so quick to cancel like a small business or something, mm-hmm. but all these other businesses are still popping and we've seen. You know, mm-hmm. they're racist, te- not even racist tendencies, just mm-hmm. them not giving any attention to the the colored community, yeah. <laughs> colored people, you know? So it's just, it's just ridiculous to me. Exactly. And then also, if you think about it, bigger corporations can actually think before they make a fucking mistake because it's more people involved. A small business is small. So yes, we may forget a little detail. We may forget to do one thing correctly. It's 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 a small it's a small group. It's a small team. And and trial and error too. Exactly. Like, you have to go through that. And we have you know small businesses do just have to learn sometimes just to do better. And like I said, it's not about not holding them accountable, but just giving them a chance to do better instead of just dragging them. I've seen this week. I've just seen a lot of dragging when it comes to just small creators, small people that's just really giving a chance on, on themselves and it's just like y'all motherfuckers probably doing some shitey shit that we don't even fucking know of because it's not on social media but y'all be so quick to be under the comments and drag a small business because your favorite celebrity is dragging them or like chill Let, let's let's chill down cancel culture because cancel culture don't doesn't exist y'all can try to make it exist when we all fucking make mistakes okay yeah, and plus, I'm not gonna lie. Like at this point, I don't even know who's a part of cancel culture because everybody shut that down real quick. Right, <laughs> everybody that got like, canceled. Cancel culture. First of all, you're getting mm-hmm. mad at somebody because of something they did like eight years ago. You know, it's just like stuff like that. But you know what? I'm gonna be honest real quick before we say that, girl. It depends what they did years, eight years ago. Okay, like I'm sorry, <laughs> there are certain circumstances, and I'm not trying to contradict myself, but I've seen. When it comes to racism and a little bit of that, you gonna be canceled for a minute. <laughs> like I don't know. I'm talking about like regular mistakes, but, y'all. Regular honestly, mistakes. This is a little off topic, but people are starting to get overly sensitive about every like little things that they just—it's not off topic. It's on topic. They are fucking getting sensitive over yeah, every little thing. Yeah, they're over exaggerating. Now they're just saying that every little thing is racist. I'm like. Dang, thanks for making black people look bad. Like, we don't think every little thing is... Well, our own community does that. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's just I know like, what you're saying. I've seen some situations where I'm not trying to say, like, someone... Maybe they said something that made you look at them side-eye, but not everything has to do with us being black. Like, yeah. sometimes... Yeah, and it's sometimes just people like, being arrogant. Even jokes aren't even jokes anymore. It's like, dang. It's like, you so really can't say that. certain things. <laughs> exactly, so... This generation, I will say it a hundred times, like, y'all some sensitive-ass people. Like, Mm -hmm. we need to do better. And I'm not saying some things don't hit. That's not what I'm saying. Don't be twisting my words five years from now when I make it. I don't need this to go on record. (laughs) I'm like, oh, Francis was canceled. She said that not everything's racist. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'm just saying, like, we just got to be more cautious and think before we speak and that's for everyone that's for everyone you know exactly exactly (laughs) and then Paige I really want to ask you this question what would you say is considered good customer service for you like you know give us a little scenario Mm -hmm. or 
perfect example, let's drag one of those situations from earlier. Like let's say the one with the hairstylist that was three hours late. How could you say that situation could have been better handled and playing like a good scenario, like a good end result? I'm glad you said that. So let's just say, let's say the rules are reversed mm -hmm. and I'm the hairstylist and I can't do 7.30 mm -hmm. all of a sudden. And something comes up, I have to go somewhere. I'm going to call that person mm -hmm. and make sure they answer or text them and say, hey, is there any way that I can move your appointment to a later time. I got caught up with something. Wait for them to respond. Now, let's just say I couldn't get in touch with them and it gets to that point, which I wouldn't even let that happen, but let's just say it does get to the point where, you know, the customer ends up at my apartment at the time that she thought it was, whatever the case may be. I would say, you didn't get my call? <laughs> Or a message. Of course, I wouldn't say it in that way. But mm -hmm. she's like, "Hey, did you not receive my call? I was. I told you that I moved the appointment." Yeah. She would say, "Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't get that." I would say, "Oh, I'm sorry. I'm. You know, how about I take twenty dollars off of your mm -hmm. of your appointment? Yeah. Or whatever. Since you know there was a miscommunication and it was a miscommunication preach. on my end. Preach, preach, preach. So, yeah, um, I, I just feel like exactly what you said, you know, people require a deposit or like a late fee, but what if you're late? Because little mini story, I'm not gonna go too long, but I was supposed to get a makeup appointment for a photo shoot and I was late and so was the makeup artist. I was late. She wasn't there when I got there. I was waiting. So you already so, already so you were already late a few minutes. Yes, I was before, already late, but she was still wasn't. There. I said this is ghetto. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like I was literally the mess up. Like I messed everything up, and you made it worse by being even more late. Like yeah, how does that work? And was that even communicated? Huh? Was that even communicated? That was a whole other thing because it was through the person who was doing the photo shoot. Mm. So that was just a whole like other thing. Yeah. So I was just awkwardly there and I'm like, uh, hey, do you know where the girl is? Like I was already late and she's not even here. Yeah. Yes, so. girl. So yeah, I totally get that. And I'm glad we're able to switch that scenario because, you know, this podcast where we really do have those unfiltered organic conversations we're always going to give you guys some tips and advice for the conversation and topic that we're talking about and i just really wanted Paige to do like a 360 and give you guys the positive outcome of what could have happened if that stylist was a little bit more professional and less ghetto okay so <laughs> you know just a little insider for it now the podcast <laughs> yeah, uh, obviously i've dealt with professionalism as well you know mm -hmm. my nails and hair and all of that like mm -hmm. i've dealt with it, that before too but you know i just wanted to shed light on the ugly part of it because i'm just tired of these i'm not gonna lie i'm sorry guys but i'm just tired of these hairstylists with their same booty attitude saying they can do whatever they want having a big head just because they can do hair. It needs to stop. I'm trying not to get offended, but I know she's talking from her own No, not you. <laughs> I know you have a big head, but I'm yeah. like, I'm not you. <laughs> but no. you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I know what you mean. Like, you totally. You know, just a stylist that's just, you know, they just get all, like, big-headed, and then they think that they can talk and treat the customers how they want. And it's mm -hmm. like, excuse you, I'm a human being. I'm just trying to look cute. Mm -hmm. I'm just trying to feel myself. Mm -hmm. We're supposed to, we're women. We're supposed to uplift each other. Exactly. And just to add to what you're saying, guys, 
professionalism doesn't have to be a stylist, a business. Professionalism can also come from the customer as well, too. Like, customers can provide great customer service as well, too. You know, like, especially if you want to continue being served. Like that girl said, I do wish to serve you. You want to be served. (laughs) And Uber, think about, think about when... Uh, you get an Uber, you're actually, you have a rating too. Mm-hmm. Yes. I didn't know that <laughs> for a long time. <laughs> I didn't yeah. know that for a long time. You have a rating too. Mm-hmm. I, I got a 4.5. That's I not bad. This one Uber driver, but. <laughs> oh my God. But yeah, so this also brings me to just sharing some tips that will help you be more professional when it comes to your business and also just being a decent human being. Okay. So number one, be passionate about what you are doing. Two, surround yourself with people that will challenge you, not yes men. Three, appreciate your people. Four, always consider your customers and your small business's point of view. Five, be a value to your suppliers. Six, appreciate your competitors. Seven, have a exit strategy. Eight, build a strong support system. Nine, pick yourself up when you fall down and don't fucking let others drag you. Don't let that one customer get to you just because they think they can with their big ass head. And number 10, whenever possible, pay it forward. And y'all, thank you guys so much for tuning into today's episode. And let's thank Paige for being a part of this episode. And make sure you guys really tune into her podcast. Same book, different page. And just quickly recap people on what your podcast is about. So our podcast is just mainly about me interviewing people and us touching on certain topics. You know, just really getting down to the nitty gritty of society, how society views this, that, Mm -hmm. and the third. Just overall everything mm-hmm. so if you know if you want to listen to some stories that you may relate to or you know that somebody else is relating to mm-hmm. and you feel like you can just have a good time go ahead and tune in don't forget, don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends and follow me on instagram and guys we'll definitely have pages handles underneath this bio but one thing i also love about her podcast is that she allows many stories to be shared from people like you don't have to be a celebrity to have a story everyone has a story and i love that she brings different special guests on and allow them to really share their story and what they go through like she had a story of a friend who dealt with depression you know her last episode was being the ugly best friend and you know i really love that episode because a lot of the things that were talking there i was like oh girl you talking to me you talking to me and at some point i literally thought i was on the phone with her and i kept trying to, i kept trying to talk within the podcast listeners i want the listeners to feel like they're in the room talking to us because mm-hmm. that's what inspired me to want to do a podcast mm-hmm. i would listen to podcasts and i would be talking with them and be like this is fun exactly. like it's fun to me exactly so thank you guys so much for tuning into today's episode if you guys love the knowledge please make sure you share subscribe and rate this podcast and also make sure you are following us on instagram the link will be in the bio it's what keeps us going and thriving and allows me to continue producing the amazing knowledge you guys want to hear and if you guys are feeling generous Feel free to support your girl and buy me coffee. In other words, donate to the podcast. The link is in the original podcast bio. And until the next episode, bye Unfiltered Babes. And thank you, Paige, for being our special guest. Bye. Thanks for having me. Bye.
Why are you so dramatic? 